Welcome back to our podcast. I'm Ben, the associate pastor at Morning Star Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio. I'm joined, as always, by the lead pastor, John Decker, and we are so excited um, about what God is doing at Morning Star and excited this week to dive into a topic that we talked about on Sunday and uh, just felt like it would be good to, to talk out here. If you missed Sunday's message, we encourage you to go check that out, mm-hmm. morningstardayton.org. You can find and, and watch that uh, message. Would would love to to share that with you. But this morning we're going to talk about how to deal with hurt in life, and and everybody walks through hurt, and we talked a little bit about it on Sunday, but we want to talk about practically how do you walk through dealing with hurt to where it doesn't define you, Mm -hmm. but it does shape you in a way that God meant to shape you. Right, yeah, it's, um, man, Sunday was was huge. I think it's something that we, as as churches, as people, we don't like to confront because you're right everybody's been hurt it doesn't matter who you are and we kind of started off with that on Sunday that everybody in here has been hurt well not just physically but emotionally we all carry hurt at yeah. some point somebody has stabbed you in the back at some point you've lost a loved one at some point you've missed out on something that you wish you could have taken advantage of and it leaves us with some some scabs really and right. and, and some wounds in our life and and sometimes and even you you and I both know this because we both have walked through some serious hurt in our own life yeah. We, we both have some crazy stories. Some of them we've covered on this podcast before. Yeah. Some of them we'll dive into in the future uh, that that are just maybe a little little heavier than normal. But um, when when we walk through something that's painful, that it, it leaves emotional wounds in yeah. our lives. And um, we and and we look at that. And you kind of look think of it as like a scab, mm-hmm. right? So you and I both have some serious scars, right? yeah. physical scars in our life. We even talked about that the other day. Um, I've got a number of them, you yeah. know, and you do too. And, uh, but they didn't start off as scars. They, nope. they were open wounds at one point, right? Blood, right. <laughs> bones, some, some kind mean, of weird white fluid. Like yeah. it's just the closer you get to the bone. Yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> it's like right. blood, muscle, white, something, yeah, something, I don't know. Like white. bone. I, you ever had a, a cut so deep it doesn't bleed? Have you ever, yeah. the isn't one that on my weird? Knee. The one that was double stitch on my knee. Yeah. And that was 40 stitches on my knee. It did not bleed at all. Man, Cause it was all the way down to the, I mean, it was all the way down to the kneecap. So right. it didn't, it was. You're welcome. If That's you're right. This <laughs> That's when you know you you've gone deep. Like yeah. like there's you no see blood. All the white bubble, the fat bubbles. That's right. And stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's gross. It's weird. Yeah. So you're welcome, everybody. <laughs> so we're all about keeping it real. Hopefully you're eating. That's right. But when you when you <laughs> when you have that open wound, it's 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 obvious to people, right? You walk in a church right. and you got a big old scar along your face, and there's yep. a bunch of staples or stitches. People are gonna recognize that, right? They're gonna they're gonna see that open that open wound. In fact, there's some people in our church. That I wouldn't be surprised, like on any given Sunday, if they walk in, they got a huge gash open yeah. on their face. It wouldn't surprise me. You no. know what I'm saying? Like we got, you know, Adam Cunningham, who's like a right a, a expert fighters. It wouldn't yeah. surprise me. Like, yeah, hey, you should see the other guy. Hey, you should. See, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if he's got a huge open wound on his face, like that guy messed somebody up, yeah. right? Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, some of our guys that have been in the military mm-hmm. uh, before, like if Jim came in, uh, it's because he probably laid his bike down. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, uh, oh, okay, yeah, his his skin on his kneecap is gone because— Yeah, how fast were you going, Jim? How fast were you <laughs> Ryan, because he almost laid one down the yeah. other day. Right, so, uh, but when you have an open wound, it's, it's visible. Yeah. And there's something about that scab, that open wound, that um, people, they—, they they give you attention for it. Right. Right. Oh man, are you okay? Mm-hmm. And you and I were kind of talking a while ago that if somebody show up to church and their, their leg wasn't just in a cast, but it was like, it was open and had like the pin sticking in it and they're on crutches. Like people are going to go to the first thing they're going to say is, are you, are you all right? Right. Right. Because when you have a scab or a visible fresh wound, yeah. pe- you get attention. Right. Like when Christine shattered her ankle and was rolling around on that little, she had that little scooter deal, mm-hmm. you know? And right. 
She had a basket. It was, she was so funny <laughs> with her scooter. Um, but it was about, you know, it was always, man, how are you? Are you okay? Are you feeling better? Right. Like, is there anything we can do for you? Do you need us to help with the kids? And, right. And nobody was, well, anybody with any social tact and any <laughs> any care right. wouldn't walk up and say, hey, what happened? I mean, we, right. we all know some people that are, right. hey, what happened? They really don't care about you. They just want to hear a gory story. Right. Right. But for the most part, that you, it's attention on how can I help you? What can we do mm-hmm. for you? Poor you. And, right. right. And really, when you have a real serious wound, at least at first, mm-hmm. like that, that feels a little uncomfortable. And right. you and I are the same way. Mm. I, if, if I was going to end up in the ER, there's like three people that would know about it and they would know <laughs> that I didn't want people to know right. about it. Right. Or people would find out after that. I would, Cause yeah, because that, that at first it is uncomfortable, but it doesn't stay uncomfortable. It doesn't. Yeah. So you do get that attention. Like people want to know how you are. And that's really the reality of, um, carrying around the scabs, the open wounds you get the glory right? and you get the attention, but something crazy happens uh, once that heals and it yeah. turns into a scar. Then people look at you and they see the scar and they know there's a story behind the scar mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, man, you survive whatever that is. And it's super cool. Like what's that story? And they want to know about the scar and right. it's now it's the, the scar that and the story that the gets the glory, process. the healing process that gets the glory. So now let's take that to, Spiritually speaking, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of us that are carrying around some emotional wounds that we've yeah. been wounded. And, and I'm not minimizing it. Like, cause right. some of the wounds are heavy and they hurt bad and deeply, especially if it's a friend, mm-hmm. family member, or maybe a, a, um, an unrealized dream or expectation that didn't happen. And so it's, it's fresh, it's open and it, and it hurts. And what we do is like, we, we kind of start liking the attention and the power that it gives us. Oh man, Ben, how, how are you doing? Oh man, I'm so, I feel so bad for you. And right. how can I help you? And, and yeah, people, we want that of our church community. I want people to help and step out. But then what happens is it becomes an addiction and it becomes, it becomes a habit that now it's, I like the way like, I don't like the hurt, right? but I like the way that when it's fresh and I can keep picking that scab and keep messing with it and keep it fresh right. instead of letting it heal, because now I feel like I have some kind of control. And I feel like I have some kind of, I'm getting attention, right? And it's feeding my selfishness in reality yeah. is what it's doing instead of letting it go. Um, but if we can get to the point where we quit picking the scab, right? quit opening it up, quit quit walking around with this open wound that people, we make visible for people. And sometimes we don't, maybe it's just an internal thing, but right. like we're struggling with it on the inside. But get to the point where we let it heal, let it heal. right? And let it scar. Because now at that point, it becomes a trophy of God's grace in our life. That's right. And in reality, what happens is he gets the glory for it because it's something, it's a battle. It's a, it's a storm that he walked with us through. We have the evidence of going through it, but because of the healing, he gets the glory for it. And right. so, but there's some barriers to doing that. So what we want to talk about is how do we get so some practical, yeah, steps. some practical steps. How do we get from it being a scab, quit picking at it and let it heal and right. leave the scar where now God gets the glory and, and realize that, you don't have to live there and you don't have mm-hmm. to let it define you. And, and I think what happens sometimes is you, uh, you aren't getting the attention. And you, so you pick the scab up and you're like, look, right. it's bleeding. It's yeah. Bleeding, yeah. It's look bleeding. at here. It is because you don't, you've lost your identity mm-hmm. to hurt. Right. And man, to be identified as here is an example of God's grace 
is so much more fulfilling and it's mm-hmm. and it brings so much freedom and so as we talk about that the first thing that we talked about was forgiveness right right was forgiveness whether it's forgiving the person who hurt you or even at times i think forgiving yourself like maybe you messed up and mm-hmm. you in some respects it's it's like a self harm emotional right. self harm i did something dumb mm-hmm. i hurt myself and so oh man i'm i'm downtrodden in that way or right. or whatever it is but it's this this idea of forgiveness yeah and so sometimes that forgiveness is internal right of right. hey i've got to rest in god's forgiveness and understand i've been forgiven so right. i don't need to keep beating myself up and guilt over it and sometimes that forgiveness is external yes. right that's sometimes the harder one i think especially if we've been wounded by someone we love or someone mm-hmm. who we trusted uh, and sometimes there's multiple woundings and we start, you know, and it, and it really packs on a little bit and to be able to go, Hey, I'm going to forgive that person, even if they don't seek out that forgiveness, because as long as we are holding anger or bitterness or resentment towards that person, well, all we're doing is picking a scab. That's right. That's never going to heal. The more we pick it and the more right. we, we pull that off. And, and so honestly, sometimes I think even we get to the point where we're almost getting ready to heal. Um, and then we're like, no, I don't want to forgive them because we feel like it comes back to control. I feel like I'm in control as long as I'm withholding forgiveness because they hurt me so bad. And so we sometimes, and I've seen it in my own life, like I'm almost over it, right? I'm right. almost to the point where I'm able to, to, to let it go and forgive and offer that forgiveness. And I'm like, and I pull it back. Right. right? And I rip that scab off because no, I don't forget how much they hurt you. Right. Right. And we might even talk to other people about that. Right. right. Don't you forget how much they, man. Don't you remember what they did to me? Right. And, and, and again, we're not minimizing the pain because it's real. And people can hurt you emotionally more than physically any day of the week. And I right. get it. So I, I realize that. Um, but if we don't get to the point where we say, I'm going to forgive that person, offer forgiveness, even if they're not seeking it out, then I'm always going to be a slave to my scab. Right. And it's, I, I'm, I'm not in freedom. I'm in bondage. And while I feel like I have power because I get to keep mm-hmm. it fresh, I don't. The, that becomes my identity. Right. And you and when you forgive, it's so it's so easy to say, oh, I forgive that person. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear the message on forgiveness and you're like, man, I'm going to forgive that person. And then you see them or then mm-hmm. you hear this or then you hear that. And it's like back to I cannot believe. And like when you forgive, it, you have got to mm-hmm. in all release them from the like you've got to understand to forgive somebody is to release them from the guilt right of what they did wrong right that means you can't bring that up to their charge anymore right yep and and that's what that's what can be hard about forgiveness at times yeah so if you say you forgive them but you go home or you see them and you pick that scab you didn't forgive them you know what i'm saying you you gave some lip service like hey i know i need to because the bible says i need to forgive because if i i can't be forgiven if i'm gonna withhold forgiveness and and we can we know it right right? as believers we know we've heard the sermons we've heard the talk we've read the bible on that but are we forgiving and picking the scab still and so the biggest thing is man we got to forgive right right um the next thing i think that leads towards that letting that scar letting that, that wound heal into a scar is that faith aspect, mm-hmm. right? That, um, God, I believe that you have this. I believe that you have me in this storm. I believe that this giant that I'm facing that has wounded me emotionally, spiritually, maybe even physically, I believe that you're bigger than that. And I believe that you're going to bring me through this and that you're going to bring healing to this emotional wound that I have. So the more I'm picking at is basically what I'm telling God is, you don't have this. I've got to control this. Right. Right. Yeah. You're trusting God. I am going to trust 
what you say about me over what they said about me right. or right. over what I feel about me mm-hmm. or over I'm going to put my identity and trust in you, mm-hmm. not in the situation. Right, right. I remember when I had my shoulder surgery and, and I remember looking over at it like two days later after, after all the, you know, the drugs wear off and you're, you're back, mm-hmm. you're lucid once again. I remember looking at it because I had to pull the, the, the dressing off and I'm like, that's, how's that ever going to heal? It looked ugly right. and it was mangled and even the stitching, like it was just, it was swollen. It was bruised because they cut it into the bone. And I was like, how's that ever going to heal? And I'm like, there's no way. There's no way I'm going to be able to go back to work. There's no way I'm going to be able to go back and, and, and go patrol the streets again. Like, how is this ever going to work? And you get so in our emotional ones, we do the same thing. Like, how can I ever get over that? How right. can I ever? I don't I don't physically see the possibility of me getting over that pain that that person brought. on, Or I can't physically see me stepping out and, and ever moving forward ever again. And so what, what happens is we look at these circumstances, these giants or these storms, and we're like, it can't happen. So I feel more in control that idea mm-hmm. of control again if i just continue to pick the scab because it's never going to heal anyway yeah. right but if i can get to the point where i'm like god you got this i know it's easier said than done right but the bible says cast all your cares upon him why because he cares okay. for us right yeah. um and over and over again that theme is repeated in scripture like god's like why are you carrying this like mm-hmm. give it to me let me let me walk you through this doesn't mean there's not going to be a scar but remember we want the scar because right. the scar is proof that we went through the battle, we went through the storm, but God was with us and he brought healing. And so this idea of faith that says, God, I, I believe you for my salvation. I'm going to believe that you're going to bring me through this. Yeah. And I'm going I be- to believe that you're going to bring healing emotionally um, to whatever that, that, that wound was. Yeah. And so we, we release the person from the guilt of mm-hmm. the situation. And then we say, God, I'm going to trust what you say about me. I'm going to trust that you've given me victory in this situation. Mm-hmm. I'm going to trust that you have control. But then the the next part that can be a little difficult mm-hmm. or the part that we really s- tend to see people struggle with is moving forward. Yeah. Of what it really looks like, okay, that's not my identity anymore. I've released that person of, of mm-hmm. the guilt. I. I've got to move forward. Right. Yeah. So going back to my shoulder analogy, right? Because mm-hmm. it's just it's it's such a good physical picture of what happens to us emotionally and spiritually. So after looking, oh, it's never going to heal. Well, over time, like you could see, instead of being, you could see the cut. Now it's like the skin was growing back together, mm-hmm. right? But then it's like, okay, how am I ever going to do a push up again, right? Yeah. How is that going to function? And now I remember that fear. I remember going to physical therapy that right. day when I was. He was like, okay. We've been doing physical therapy for a while. I'm going to have you do a push-up. And I'm going to tell you, I was I was scared. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what if my shoulder breaks? Like, what right. if there was a – I mean, it got crushed in the wreck. What if what if it breaks when I try to do it? Like, how painful is that going to be? Or what if – and another fear, what if I can't do it? Right. What if I can't – I get down and I start trying to push back and I can't get up yeah. off the ground? They're never going to let me go back to work again. And so that idea – but I had to take that step. Mm-hmm. Like, I had to physically get on the ground put my arms out, my hands on the ground, and I had to push. Right. And I remember the feel, but here's the, if I never would have done that, then I, ne- I never would have moved forward. Right. And so that idea of, hey, there's, there's healing taking place. I'm going to forgive the person. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put my faith in God. Well, it's not really faith until we put it into action. That's what James says. Yep. Like, right, show me your faith by what you're going to do about it. And yeah. so let's take that to our emotional and our spiritual woundings then, right? right. So. Do you have, have you offered forgiveness because God tells you to forgive, whether it's forgiving yourself or someone else? Mm-hmm. Do you have faith that God can bring you through this and give you the victory over it? Then 
move forward. Like yeah. then do something about it. That's not who you are anymore. Right. Right. That doesn't define you anymore. Exactly. And so you you get up in the morning and and there's that voice in your head that says, "Oh, you got hurt," mm. and you say, "No, no, I I was hurt, but by God's grace, I can move forward." Right. I was hurt. I was hurt. Right. I'm not hurt. Right. And and it's that that thing. It reminds me of my younger brother. He played football. He had almost the same injury that mm. that your son had. Yeah. Here yeah. recently, right. and he played like a his wasn't quite as bad as as Jonathan's was, and he played a whole season of football <laughs> with a separated AC joint. And man. and it's like, Blake, doesn't that hurt? He's like, yeah, every day. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, why are you doing it, man? Because I, I have to. Right. I want to play football. And if I do something about this, then I can't play football. Right. And so it comes down to, hey, I know what God has said about me. Mm-hmm. I'm fixing my eyes on him. I'm no longer looking at my messed up shoulder. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look at what he's called me to do what the goal of what he's called me to do. And I'm going to press forward to that. Even though I was hurt, even though I didn't know if I would ever be able to do that again, because he says I can, I'm going to move forward towards that. Absolutely. And it might be the next small step Mm -hmm. and it might be the next big step. Right. But it's the next step. Absolutely. And what we really got to start looking at is our emotional wounds that hopefully have, we've let them turn from scab to scars. Um, that we, we look at ourselves, we're not victims, mm-hmm. That's right. right? Because really there's only one victim, and it was Jesus Christ. That's right. Because to be a victim, there has to be 100% innocence in that, right? Mm-hmm. And so all even my all emotional, all my emotional wounds that I've ever had, you know what? I'm a sinner. That's right. I, not that I brought those on. I'm not saying, hey, you, you deserve it. But here's the, I, I'm a sinner. And like I've I've wronged other people. I have brought emotional wounds to other people. I have I know I have hurt other people by the things I've said and, and that kind of stuff. So... So I know that I'm not really a victim. The only victim was Jesus Christ because he was perfect, sinless, and he took on the sin of the whole world when he didn't deserve to and didn't have to. But even he came back to life three days later. That's right. right? And so for us as children of God, as the adopted sons and daughters of the Lord of hosts, of the King of Kings, I'm not a victim. I'm a survivor. Yeah. And every scar that I bear on my body, every scar I bear in my spirit and in my emotions is a trophy of the grace of God that... He didn't have to walk me through that. He didn't have to bring healing to that, but he did because he loves me. And understanding that when it's a scar, he gets the glory because he's the one who did it. As long as I let it be a scab, I get the glory. Yeah. And that's why a lot of people, we uh, deep down, we don't want to let it heal. Right. Because when it heals, we, we, we don't get the attention anymore. And mm-hmm. we don't get the, the, the glory anymore. And, and that's for me. I'm speaking to myself because I know I, I've seen it where I've been hurt. And emotionally... And I'm like, well, I just can't because you don't understand. Like, I didn't deserve this. Well, my Savior didn't deserve to die. Right. right? And so if I can let my emotional wounds heal right. and let God bring me through that and offer forgiveness where I need to offer forgiveness, where I can put my faith in him instead of putting it in myself and where I can move forward and not let it, aden- let it identify me anymore, then it's all about him. It's all about his glory. It's all about what he did in my life and not what I'm doing to keep up whatever I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. It's all about allowing him and trusting him that he's good enough to control mm-hmm. all of this, that, right. that we don't have to be in control, that it's not about how we want things to play out and that we need people to say this and we need that. Mm-hmm. Just trusting him, right. trusting that he's good and allowing him to, to do what only he can do. That's right. All right, until next time. <laughs>